0: Kasha! This is Michelangelo, a.k.a. Greg Sipes. You're listening to Ninja Turtle Power Hour. That's what's up! This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow.
1: Welcome to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. I'm
0: Spencer Toon I'm Cody Tuckett.
2: I'm Mike Templeton.
0: And but are you so, still Mike Templeton? Well, am I?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna confirm that for you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, yes, Keith uh, couldn't make it again this week, but he'll be back. No need to worry. Uh, things are going good with him this week. We're fantastic. No one panic. Did you guys end up hearing the new theme song?
0: Guys. That's Mm -hmm. Look, I have a bone to pick with that. That's not the actual theme song to the show. I I know. Yeah.
2: Four green turtles. Have you heard the news? They've been changed to mutants by a news. Found on the floor and raised by a rat. Now they're ninjas. How about that?
0: That's such a good song. It's like it's i don't it's, know why they did it but it's absolutely criminal that they switched it out i it's, it's
1: such a
2: good theme song yeah
0: i did some research and i think that theme song
1: sucks but that's okay uh Whoa. <laughs> it's just like, like it has you, everything about, like,
2: came out
0: with
1: no i did some research on on why there's a different theme song on oh. the dvds and stuff
0: what is the explanation
1: well that's a
0: second time around content yeah okay it's just because it fits the show so damn well, like that well, edgy, you know what? ridiculous nineties.
2: Hang on, hang on, hang on, Spencer. What show are we doing?
1: Oh yeah, in case in case you hadn't figured it out already, we're talking about the next mutation, Ninja Turtles. The next mutation, the mm-hmm. most infamous Ninja Turtles TV series, the Old live classic. action,
2: the live action show that aired on uh, Fox Kids from nineteen. 19- Ninety-seven to 1998. Uh, I thoroughly remember watching this on TV. Uh, I, I, do don't, I don't remember if I got through all of the episodes, but I do remember certain things that have kind of always stuck with me that I thought were really cool ideas.
0: VHS I was- Recording Club. Who's there? Who did it? I did.
1: This is the first TV series that we've watched on this, on this show that I was alive for. <laughs> so, I, you, I was
0: alive for this one. I was only a few months old, uh, but I was alive I was like, when this was coming out. Uh, Did your gotcha. parents at least, like, just throw it on the TV and let it babysit you? Uh, you know, that's what truly implanted the turtle love? You don't uh, have
1: a long-term memory, uh, you know, when you're still only a few months old. So, Speak
0: for I don't yourself. remember.
1: I don't remember. And if you say you can
0: remember something from that time of your life, uh, you're lying. And that's that's just the way it is. Speak for yourself, Spencer. I mean, that is incredibly true, though, because humans have a, a well-documented habit of you kind of, like, implant memories inside your own head and, like, you edit them and rewrite them and then you repeat them over and over that you can't distinguish. Well, that that's a, that's limo. actually
2: a lot of how this fandom remembers Ninja Turtles. So. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. Got them. Uh, Good night,
0: folks. But
2: yeah, like... And and it's funny that you bring that up because, like, very specifically with me, like, there's certain plot points in this show that we'll get to eventually that, I rem- that I've that i always remembered but a different way. And so coming back to this show has really been kind of a treat because uh, I, I don't hate this show. I think I've said it for years. Like, I, there's a lot of good concepts in this show um, that just unfortunately have a bad execution. Yeah. You know, namely and, like yeah. Venus, like, you know, now that she's back in IDW, um, she's not the worst part of this show.
0: Yeah. And then you can shot. see like, especially if you're, if you're familiar with later stuff, there's a lot of roots you can see that they pulled from this show.
2: Yeah. Um, like there's, there's a lot of stuff that like kind of comes back in certain ways and in, in not just Venus. Um, mm-hmm. but that's a future segment, so let me, right. uh, let me tell you a story.
1: Perhaps I can best explain. The story of my young friends and I is really the story of a man named Hamato Yoshi.
2: First up, first episode, East Meets West Part 1. Original air date September 12th, 1997. The show begins at Chung Yi's home in China. The student is worried because he has not eaten, spoken, or moved in days. Chung-E tells her that he is watching over the glass before him, and says that he will have some tea. After she leaves, a face comes out of the mirror. Back in New York, Leonardo lectures Raph about endangering the entire group on their last mission. He rides his motorcycle off to blow off some steam, but is ambushed by a group of foot soldiers. He leads them to a warehouse and starts to fight. In Central Park, Splinter is playing chess with his blind friend, Andre, when he senses that Raphael is in trouble and heads off to help. Back at the lair, Donatello is using his new satellite system to find out that Raph is in trouble. The turtles take off in their Humvee, and Splinter gets there just as Raph is being overwhelmed by the foot, and he helps defeat them. Splinter lectures Raph about riding off in his motorcycle, and then lectures the other turtles in general about acting wild. Somewhere else in New York, Shredder is unhappy to hear that his foot soldiers have been defeated by the Turtles and Splinter again. He commands them to defeat the Turtles by any means necessary. Back at the lair, Splinter is meditating, releasing his spirit into the Realm of Dreams. Chung Yi appears and tells Splinter that the Realm of Dreams is no longer safe, and that the dragons are coming. After returning his focus to the world, Splinter talks to Raph about his anger. In China, things are coming to a head where Cheng Yi decides it's time to explain the glass that he's been staring at to his apprentice. Thousands of years ago, dragons had ruled the world. Cheng Yi's ancestors sealed the dragons away in the glass. The dragons have now found a way to the realm of dreams through Cheng Yi's mind and and plan to take back the world for themselves. Meanwhile, Michelangelo decides to ride his go-kart in the sewers. The foot spot him and follow him back to the lair. Michelangelo crashes through a wall just as the foot soldiers attack. Splinter is also there, having returned to the Realm of Dreams, when a new entity is taking control of the realm and captures Splinter. Chung-Yi tries to rescue Splinter, but is attacked by the face in the mirror. After fighting off the foot, the turtles notice something is wrong with Splinter. Back in China, Chung-Yi asks his disciple to go to New York and save Splinter. As she promises to obey, she lowers her hood and reveals herself to be another mutant turtle. To be
1: continued. To be continued. In my episode, to summarize. So, my episode, part two of East Meets West, was released on September 19th of 1997. And uh, this week's summary is going to be brought to you by Turtlepedia uh i'd like to say i didn't have enough time but today i just got playing the the new dlc for Shoto's revenge uh and i didn't type up my summary like i should have so here we go the turtles are worried because splinter can't wake up just as they're about to get a doctor the lights go out when the lights come back on they find themselves hanging by their feet a robed figure goes to splinter and tells him that he has been trapped in the realm of dreams by dragons the figure lowers the hood to reveal herself to be Mai Pei Chi. After letting the boys down, she explains to them that she was found in a drainage ditch in Chinatown. Cheng Yi found her there, thought she was good luck, and took her to China. When her mutant abilities became apparent, he trained her in the internal arts. Chung Yi had been watching over a looking glass that imprisoned dragons, but they had somehow made their way to the dream realm. Splinter had been taken prisoner by them. At the Foot's headquarters, Shredder yells at a couple of his henchmen for failing him again. He tells them to gather the Foot clan, and they'll all crush the Turtles tonight. Back in the sewers, Raphael, Michelangelo, and Donatello discuss May. Uh, Leonardo is topside talking with May. He explains that none of them are blood-related. They go back to the sewer, and May goes to the Dream Realm. Dragon Lord is trying to convince Splinter to join them. May is spotted, but escapes. May needs a break from the boys and decides to walk in the park for a night. While walking, she's ambushed by some foot ninja. In the sewers, the boys are talking about May and decide to send Raphael to check on her. She's already taken care of them by the time he gets there. She reads one of the ninja's minds and finds out that the foot plan to attack their sewer again that night. Upon returning to the sewer, a statue gives Michelangelo the inspiration to give May the new nickname Venus de Milo. Venus tells them about the attack. She says they must learn to dreamwalk, but they can't do so when they are distracted by the foot. She suggests they eliminate the foot. The turtles infiltrate the Foot Clan's headquarters. All of the foot are there. As Shredder addresses the foot, the turtles drop onto the stage. The turtles fight the foot, but there's too many. Venus is able to use her trading to pull Rokusaki to the surface and destroy the Shredder. Leonardo declares that the Foot Clan has been destroyed, and
0: that just makes all the Foot Ninja go away, I guess the end. A fascinating story which continues in my episode part 3 of East Meets West, which aired September 26th. Venus is meditating with the turtles to try and learn dreamwalking as Splinter is comatose. The turtles aren't into the meditation and are goofing off and Donatello falling asleep. Only Leo is trying to take it seriously. Venus tells them they gotta listen to their spirits. Leo confronts Raph for being a crybaby coward and says his brothers make him ashamed to be a ninja. They gotta unite as a team or Splinter will perish. Venus doesn't know how they've mastered the ninja arts when they are such angry souls. The turtles take Venus up to the roof and a comatose Splinter and show her their skills, freeing their spirits as warriors, serenity through battle. As they are doing their fight training, she takes them to the dream realm Splinter's life force draws them to his spirit. His spirit's all shackled up. They learn about his captor, the Dragon Lord and his dragon foot soldier guys, and his little shoulder lackey wick. The turtles flee from the Dragon Lord and his lava power demonstration. Splinter wakes up even though the turtles basically did nothing. He meets Mei Pei-Chi, now calling herself Venus de Milo. Splinter tells the turtles of his talks with her master and he knew all about Venus already. He explains Venus missing from the original jar and she was found by Chung-E. All the while, Mikey is making some awful marshmallow travesty, jellyfish stroganoff. The Dragon Lord and his minions arrive in New York City, out of the dreamscape. They needed to find a building for their headquarters. They find an abandoned building with a suitable five-mile view all around. Wick steals a little dog. We learn the Dragon Lord has Steven Seagal hair. The turtles are all hanging out at the park having a giant feast. Venus has been serving them the snail-slime-buttered pigeon eggs. The Dragon Lord comes to the park and reveals himself to the turtles. He actually used them to cross over from the dream plane. His goal is to harness the turtles' mutation by eating them and taking their gift, as he calls it. His dragon minions attack. The Dragon Lord is able to pin Splinter on the ground, threatening to crush him, but then Venus uses her shinobi magic to hold Dragon Lord's foot so and all escape. The turtles survived, but are beat up and defeated. The Dragon Lord takes in the night air, gloating and instructs Wick, to keep gathering items needed for an invincibility. The Dragon Lord takes in the night air, gloating, and instructs Wick to keep in gathering items needed for an invincibility potion. The end.
1: It's not the end.
2: It's part three of part five.
0: The end of Yeah, part it's a...
1: It's, it's a fart part... Ugh, man, none fart. of us can talk today. It's a fart. It's a... I mean, kind of, yeah. But, you know, it's a five-part... Series of
0: episodes, in the least not the not the not all of the next mutation. Just just this first little uh, one. So I mean, you guys kind of are very... to him doing a five parter. That's kind of that's kind of ambitious.
2: It, I mean, it's, it's very common to a lot of shows of this era. You know, uh, it's really easy Could've... to put. It's really easy to cut together five episodes and put that out on a VHS. Could have made not... it four, but whatever. I don't know. I think we'll find out. You know, when we read the next ones, but um, let's uh go into second timer. Right
1: Hey, uh, nice junk. All right, so East meets West, Part One. So the before theme we, song.
2: Before we do that, I want I wanted to talk about kind of the elephant in the room. It you know is this whole series, uh, which is basically the you fourth know, movie. It, it, it well, yeah, <laughs> like a lot of a lot of this is kind of born out of what would have been the fourth movie, like. Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird were, you know, we, we talked about this in, um, towards the end of our 87, like review where the you know, turtle mania was dying at this point and power rangers was just dominating. Um, and so Kevin and Peter like really wanted to keep the turtles, you know, on, on the air, like in, in kids' minds at some point, uh, and so they were really trying this fourth movie. And so there's a lot of like unused concepts out there. Like the turtles had like superpowers and like, you know, we've joked about Raptor Raph and, uh, like Peter, Peter Laird's posted like the concept art, um, that he had drawn like years ago with like Raptor Raph and then like hulked out, uh, splinter. And then, um, what was it? Leonardo can turn into, like, basically Colossus from the X Men. Donatello had, like, psychic powers.
0: Yeah. And now that Michelangelo, I think about, like, the Kirby art did, like, actually does Turn himself into humans.
2: And so, next, and so, uh, along with those concept arts of, like, the turtles and their new powers, there was the concept art that Kevin uh, Eastman had drawn of Kirby the fifth turtle, which this is kind of the genesis of that, like, Unused character.
1: Yeah, and and that's the thing is there's pretty much yeah like Peter Laird never wanted to use a never wanted to have a fifth turtle. Uh, and but you know apparently shows like T V shows and the movies wouldn't pick it up unless they created a fifth turtle for some
0: reason. Yeah, it was Saban. Like, yeah. I believe it was one of Saban's stipulations. Well, Saban. Stipulation. same with
1: same with the next mutation movie. Yeah, because like, they wanted there to be a new turtle. That's why Kirby uh, was created.
2: There had, yeah, like there had to be something different this time around. Um, and, you know, adding a new character to a long running franchise is always kind of like a go to thing. You know, um, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't uh, with. With. Uh, it out. I mean, it, I mean, I think it worked out in this sense. Um, yeah, I would but, think it
0: worked out in this, but also long term. I mean, we have Jenica, so, we have Venus.
2: Yeah, like eventually, like you don't get Jenica without first having Venus. Uh, yeah, I just so, feel like
1: most shows die whenever they add like a new character in or like. Well, only, only the bad ones.
0: I mean, like Frasier is a spinoff of Cheers. It's a kind of a storied tradition to just like tack on new things. I mean, there's like
1: a spinoff, but it's like something else when you're like, we have this cast of characters that you've gotten to know it's the main group. And now we just kind of like add a new one, you know, because, Carterize because it. the show is dying to save it. Yeah. To Carter or, you know, like we, we always sit and, you know, hear about Carter and cousin, uh, Oliver, Oliver. cousin, Oliver. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's just so,
2: interesting. And, and so when, when all the movie studios like weren't interested in that concept, um, you know, in, in kind of a, if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. Uh, Saban, who was doing Power Rangers at the time, uh, was interested in doing this for Fox. And, uh, but his stipulation was that the fifth turtle concept had to be a girl because it was a proven concept on Power Rangers already. You know, you have a team, you have a team of guys, you got to have a one, you have, you have to have at least one girl on the team.
0: Yeah, it's, so, it's the girl character you know and so yeah and so it's really not so she's a bad a idea, idea at its heart like it's yeah a good, like it, it's, it's a good sentiment
2: yeah like 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 you said like she's not a bad concept and i love the way they introduce her um and like her kind of origin story which we'll talk about in, in a bit but the um but, but yeah and so and so like this this show gets a i mean this show's not good um you know, it's 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 Schlocky in all the ways that, like, Power Rangers at least is like kind of charming in some of in like its uh, cheesiness.
0: I mean, I see what you're saying, but I would argue it's the exact same Power Rangers schlock.
2: Well, but this is this is schlocky in later Power Rangers
0: when we start it, getting also, into like
2: in space because because this was this was airing alongside yeah. Power Rangers. In
0: space. Though uh, I
2: mean which is like what season like five Uh, of power
0: rangers um something like that it's also the 87 series come to life let's be real this is it's
2: and, and so like yeah and so this this show like is kind of in a weird continuity because you know for for me growing up like i always assumed that this took place after the movies like it retconned a few things so like shredder's not dead after after um After part two, and you know they're living in the the abandoned subway from from two and three.
1: I mean, Shredder survived getting crushed by a garbage truck. Why not survive drowning at
0: this? Well, exactly. Is it he drowned? (laughs) His arm is still there. I would argue. To me, it reads like he got crushed by a few two by fours, and so I I never believed that he actually died from that.
2: And so, okay, so this was this was what I was gonna go back to um what we were talking about earlier with like how we kind of rewrite certain memories of this <laughs> and so yeah. um uh, either favorably in,
0: or unfavorably
2: in um episode two when venus um erases shredder's memories or she like she like brings out a Roku Saki to make him see to make Shredder like, see
0: like his bad shame self shame himself, and like destroys him. Or
2: so I mean, spoiler alert for later on in the series, but like he becomes a hobo. Like he's living. He's he's an amnesiac, like homeless man. And pretty
0: dark, actually,
2: it, it's it's like it's pretty dark. Um, <laughs> and it's like he's Jack, and so he's like constantly struggling with this good evil persona in his head. And to me. I forgot that Shredder was already introduced in the first episode. So I kind of rewrote that memory. And so because the, the amnesiac homeless Shredder stuck out to me so much more as like a, as like a neat twist. So like in my head, I rewrote the memories. Like that's how they br- brought Shredder back. He was crushed as super Shredder in, in secret of the Us, And then like demutated and just became this amnesiac homeless man who didn't remember anything. That's and that's how cannon. we, like and that, that was, that was the headcanon I came up with. And so <laughs> for years I was like, you know, thinking that was such a cool idea only to like rewatch the show and then realize, Oh, it, he, he, wasn't,
1: he wasn't yeah, that, they, that easy. They, they pulled this Oroku Saki was good at one point thing out of nowhere.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause like he they, they did
0: have plans for season two to bring him back.
2: Yeah, like because we'll get, we'll probably get to that towards the end of the show. Because there's a lot of unused concepts, like notably, April and Casey are not in this show. Yeah, yeah, like at all. Uh, And so there's there was talk of having them for seasons two and three, or uh, at least the next season. Um, but but another thing about this show is that like this show. Yeah, you know, people talk about how the show was canceled because it was bad and uh-huh. or because like nobody watched it. And it's like that's not actually true. Um, the show did decent enough to get Had a, a decent toyline even. Um the problem the problem was is that uh because this wasn't a concept like created by Saban, like they were licensing it from Mirage, uh it was too expensive. <laughs> And so Fox wasn't making the Fox wasn't making the money um, that they were on Power Rangers because they didn't own the concept of the Ninja Turtles. So that's why the show got canceled. Not because it was bad and not because nobody watched it.
0: Yeah, it's the literally same, like all the history of like TMNT three killed the TMNT f- franchise.
2: Yeah. So, like, nah. <laughs> like, like those help, like those things helped it, but it's like, it's just ironic that this show actually performed better than like, people say it did
0: yeah at the um, time it wasn't like and granted it's not like i it's not like generally like all the school kids got around and were like let's talk about turtles guy let's have a discussion um but it's not like it didn't have the reputation of people hating it at the time at all well there wasn't an internet to know that everyone was hating something you know well, i mean still, like you'd roughly <laughs> like you know like around the school the what i can say is like just people either just didn't talk about it or were just like yeah it's cool so it was kind of that area but people people pin it like oh it was like the worst disastrous thing and it like stole their childhood and cut into pieces yeah and it's
2: like it's like this show's not nearly as bad as as that like if you if like we said if you've watched power rangers up to this point which a lot
0: of kids did then yeah, or like Beetleborgs. There's it's it's very much a show you know, of that's, that era That's what that, that's that's right the in. kind
2: of that's the kind of cringiness that this show is because I hated B- Big Bad Beetleborgs, hated <laughs> with a passion, hated B- Big Bad
1: Beetleborgs. Um, uh, you know, the the next mutation is still pretty bad. All right, I think
2: that right. well, the next mutation is on Big Bad Beetleborgs level of cringe, mm-hmm.
0: and it's like yeah. So I don't think Mike is saying it. Me or Mike are saying it's like good, good, but mm-hmm. I, I think. Um, the point that I would strike is if you say next mutation is bad, you also have to say, like, 87 is bad, you know, by that same light. Like, you have to be like, that was terrible. And you have to acknowledge that the reason... Well, no, lot, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say, that. Things, I wouldn't uh, say that.
2: I wouldn't say that because, like, 87 at least has, like, it has a certain charm, and it also, like, takes itself just seriously enough to where, like, it's it's fun. This is, um, like... I mean, I I would, I would argue this is. Let me finish. Let me finish. This is so like all of the characters in this show are so like, they're, they're not really characters because they're all caricatures, like Mm -hmm. especially the turtles. Like they don't, none of the turtles like really have defining personality. Like they're all, they all sound exactly the same.
1: Yeah, well, in '87, it's got like this tongue-in-cheek kind of feel to it. I would actually argue that this show takes itself more seriously, weirdly enough, than the '87 series. You like, know, it's I can, see that.
2: I can see that,
1: like, like because like it just doesn't have like the self-awareness of what it is that the '87 series had. Like, no, the I think this, series I think the show
2: definitely knows that it's that it's a weird thing. I the show definitely does, and I, I think. That's but that's what I'm trying to say is like with the turtles like every one of them has like fake New Yorker accent and it's like it's so hard to like listen like the only one who doesn't is like Donatello who honestly Donatello sounds so much like um, Sam Regal from the 2003 series like there's a lot of little things he says that sound exactly like something that that Donatello would say. Yeah, Like I can a hundred percent. I, in fact, I swear I have heard 2003 Donatello say certified turtle No, I, I <laughs> can guarantee you that is somewhere in 2003.
1: No, when All right, we'll, we'll watch it. And when we watch it, I'll, I will wait and we will get through the whole thing. Right. And he will have never said that they don't, uh, uh-uh.
2: <laughs> but, no but, it, but it does sound like, so, it does sound like something he would say no yes i agree no
0: i agree it's interesting and this is this is what kind of brings out my point is because i'll be honest like i know everybody loves 2003 and i get why but i can't stand the animation and i cannot stand the voices at all um so i think it's it's interesting when you compare the two things with people who clearly love it people who are like neutral um but i totally see where mike is going for like it does they blend. No, I mean they they
1: make like what the shell jokes, but that's like that's it. They they don't say like
0: that's certified turtlefied. Like that, it's, that's it's, not it's something. It's very much They're in the vein. I don't think they actually said, but it's, it's very much no. in the vein of something they would say. It's certified no, yeah, exactly. Certified
2: turtlefied is in the same vein as it's ninja time.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. that's season six of, of that series. Though that's they don't they forward. don't say it's
2: ninja time earlier than that.
1: Nope they, all they right. season six was going back to redirecting it to be more like the 87 series or something like that. You know, they, they made it more marketing. So, you know, they, they threw in a catchphrase cause they needed a catchphrase cause they didn't have one before that.
2: Yeah, all right. All right. In the series. all right. So we'll, 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 when we get, we'll, we'll get to 2003 eventually. But, um uh, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about like those, those points for the show. Cause like this, this show is interesting. like, there's a lot of good concepts here and some of the back Behind the scenes stuff is also kind of interesting We'll talk about that throughout the thing But I just, I just wanted to get some of those plot points out of the way
1: yeah. Now so bo- to the
2: Now to the actual East meets West part one
1: Well so, so other more behind the scenes Stuff because we got talking about the theme song At the top of the episode So yeah if you watch it On the DVD it doesn't have the original theme song
0: But I think it has it as like a bonus feature I think Think,
1: well, it does have it in the menu, so like the menu yeah. has the original theme song for some reason. Because so here's the thing: is at some point Saban sold its stuff to Disney and then bought it back.
2: Yeah, that was during it was like the early 2000s because like because Disney bought all of those brands when they had like ABC Family Channel
0: mm-hmm. and then yeah.
2: and then so they were making their own uh, seasons of Power Rangers and that was like the only. Saban brand show they, uh, they were still making at the time. Yeah. And then like years later, Saban bought the rights back from Disney. Yeah. And then but, now technically Hasbro owns this show.
1: But that included the next mutation. But the thing that happens is, is that Saban had a separate company that is the record label for his music and sound effects. And so, for whatever reason, selling the show meant the, so- the the show was sold, but like the rights to like the music and sound effects were retained at, at oh. some point. so they got like separated. And so then they had to make all new music for the show, new theme song, as well as new sound effects, and the background music is apparently different too.. Uh, uh it might just be re-recorded of like the same kind of thing but either way it's it's not the like the original cuz for whatever Devastating. reason cuz i i went like i went through tur not turtlepedia uh the technodrome forums, like reading everyone's stuff it's like i I'm, I'm trying to give the most simple version of it as possible but yeah pretty much the rights to the the soundtrack and noises got separated from the tv show and so that's why there's a different theme song on the DVD. And apparently it was an accident that, uh, or, you know, something that wasn't supposed to happen. Someone messed up on making those DVDs. Interesting. And that's why the original theme song is in the main menu when apparently it shouldn't be or something like that. I don't know. That, that's, that's that, that might not be that true, but for sure, at some point they were separated from one another. They had to re-record things. It's
0: a shame. The, the original theme song is, is a banger.
1: Uh, uh, you know,
2: yep. it's up there with the green. it's definitely it's definitely better than two thousand threes. No
1: so. way, Ooh. definitely Ooh. better. Uh-uh.
2: No counting it off in this theme song.
1: Um, back, 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 to the sewer. <laughs> back to the sewer. That song, that song, that theme song slaps. Back to the sewer
2: slaps. So, <laughs> um, so, so this show was uh, produced in Canada um, of all places. So what was really interesting is that like a lot of the actors, uh, cause Canada has laws where like, if a production is going to be in Canada, they have to employ Canadian actors, right. um, especially for voiceover. And so there's a lot of like famous voice actors, uh, in this show who like would go on, like where they would go on to do like stuff later. Um, so, uh, wanted to throw out like Michael Dobson who plays Leonardo, um, huge anime voice actor, uh, the late Kirby Moreau who plays Michelangelo, um, also very prominent anime voice actor. Um, I think one of my favorite roles for him was, uh, Miroku from Inuyasha. Uh, He was Troa in Gundam Wing. If you guys watched that, he was one uh, of the the Gokus um, with him and Ian James Cortlett. Like they would swap uh, the role every now and then. Um, Michael Dobson was also in Inuyasha. I think he was Naraku. Um, uh, God, who else? Um, Venus's voice actress, Laliana Lindbergh. uh, She was Bulma in the ocean dub of dragon ball. Um, so like a lot of like, a lot of early, you know, voice actor roles, um, which, which is kind of makes it all the more sad that all of these guys sound so bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, some of it I think has to do with the script itself. Yeah. It's very much kind of like a, a lot to
0: work with like the phantom menace star wars prequels yeah. acting where it's like uh, somebody saying like hey let's read that one again could have been like a dramatic improvement yeah and yeah and so so i just i just wanted to point that out yeah that is pretty cool though um it's always it's always fun to see where like people cut their their teeth or so to speak
2: yeah, yeah, like, you know, you're hearing, you know, and it's the same thing with, like, the 2003 series, because that's a lot of, like, another, a lot of other voice actors who are very early in their career. Like, you know, again, going back to Sam Regal as Donatello, like, that was before he was a sag actor. and Now he's, like, huge, you know, voiceover director and um, actor and stuff.
1: Yeah. That's the thing is, you, you know, these, they got to get in somehow. And I guess the uh, four kids was one of the ways that. You know, in some well, yeah,
2: because Four Kids was in New York, so um, and it was a non-union studio, so, so yeah, that was great for people just wanting to get into the business. So yeah, um, but yeah, so I mean, going back, like it, it's so the set for the um for the sewer lair, that is the actual like secret of the Us and Turtles Three set. They they moved it from where they shot two and
0: three to Canada for this show. That's cool. Hmm. I mean that's that's one of the things I loved as a kid. I just I was delighted yeah. by that.
2: And that's why like that's why like to me like this firmly took place in the movie continuity. Especially yeah. because like we get it we get confirmation in the first episode that like the turtles are 17. Mm-hmm. Like Splinter specifically says you guys are almost 18. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also get the confirmation in this show that they are specifically not related.
0: Yeah, very- not, not blood hormones. Related. Yeah. The hormones are very much flowing. <laughs> this is this is the yeah. only
2: this is the only version of Ninja Turtles where they went out of their way to confirm that they are not blood related.
1: It's funny cuz he tries to claim that they're pet shop turtles, which would mean that they're obviously not blood related, but if, if a reptile breeder breeds a clutch of eggs, they'd probably sell them all together to the pet store and then the pet store would Well, would like sell Leonardo them Leonardo tells
2: Leonardo tells <coughs> Venus like specifically like we came from a, like a turtle breeding farm. So like, yeah, like. I don't think he made. says they
1: came from a breeding farm. He just he just says like we're pet no, shop he turtles.
2: Yeah, you know he says from a turtle farm.
1: Oh, he says
2: we're pet shop turtles from a turtle farm.
0: Oh, hmm. I do like, like. How would they know if they? How would he know if they're related? Yeah, exactly. How how did they know where like that they came? <laughs> because specifically Because people from actually a do farm. remember from when they were that young,
2: Spencer. It's what I was trying to say earlier. Oh, oh yeah, the mutagen. Yeah. That, that was foreshadowing. That was foreshadowing.
1: Oh, he I got see, you. I see. He he set the gotcha got book. Maybe I was foreshadowing
0: uh, <laughs> Inception.
1: Uh, <laughs> we were setting each other up without even maybe. Knowing.
2: So uh, so we know Venus comes back uh, later on in IDW, but I want to say that. I think Dragon Lord also kind of inspired the dragon.
1: Oh, that. I think so too, especially since dreamwalking is called dreamwalking and you have the dreamer uh, on like, the on the other side. I think that it kind of inspired it. I think they are pulling I, from I, that.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, that wasn't the only thing that came from here. So um, just, uh, yeah, like I said, like was, the, the show has a lot of good concepts.
1: Yeah, no, I think a lot of the dreamwalking is a lot of the astral plane stuff in... In the Ninja Turtles IDW series, I think I mean, that's where yeah, they got a lot of their the, ideas. Yeah, lot of like the mystical elements. The, the, the
2: realm of dreams mm-hmm. is a thin space.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I think that it's just written
1: better in IDW, <laughs> a lot well, better. I mean, yeah, obviously. They reworked it. Well, it, I think really also well.
0: like pe- people like dog on the show for not being written well. And I would argue like that was never the goal, both in terms of budget and also like their goal was to make, you know, like schlocky, campy action shows you know so it's not like it was ever made to be anything other than what it was i think it's like yeah like a better this, lens this of viewing show was not
2: meant to be taken as seriously as we as the fandom takes it like the show does not care that you think it's terrible
0: <laughs> yeah uh, i mean and there's like over the top gags and yeah, yeah it's like yeah exactly the voices specifically
2: um yeah. So, in because, like, because of the way they were producing the show and they knew that it was going to be airing in places where uh, certain things would be censored, they outright gave Michelangelo uh, Tonfas this
0: time instead of yeah. his new jugs. I noticed that.
2: Uh, Donatello has a metal bow staff.
0: And mm-hmm. it has, like, he has some, like, some of it like extends in a few times so you can see the ribs yeah. there too. Uh and Leonardo
2: has one uh sword. Instead of two katana, he has one ninjato sword.
0: And Raph has like the like the like the double bladed lightsaber kind of scythe thing going on that he puts together. I don't yeah, know if that has reason. a proper name. Uh I just think cool. it does. It's edgy <laughs> cool. Yeah. Sure it is. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you should know Edgelord. Come on.
1: I I you know I I love the double-bladed lightsaber. Actually, very big fan of the double-bladed lightsaber. It works when it's like that long and it's more like a bow staff. It it doesn't work when it's a a pair of scy that aren't very long. What's better
0: than the pair of scy? One giant psi stuck together. One double-sided (laughs) scy.
1: Yeah. This is also this show is also the first time that we see the turtles on a motorcycle. And boy, do we (laughs) on, on the TV screen. Yeah, like well, for me, it's like because like the shell cycle was like something that like Raphael and stuff wrote all the time in the 2003 series. And, and when you later read like volume four, they, they use motorcycles a lot. Cause, cause Peter Laird loves motorcycles. Uh, well, they so did was, have the
2: turtle cycle in the, in the original toy line.
1: Yes. In the toy line, I imagine they did. I'm just saying I guess on screen, this is like
0: the yeah, first no, time this on the, screen. Yeah, you're right. This is the first time like they've actually done that. Um, or driving a Hummer. <laughs>
2: I, yeah the Humvee man like <laughs> god that took me back cuz like I, I remember when I remember when the like that car like that type of jeep just exploded onto yeah. like everybody thought the Humvees were like the coolest car and like all of your suburban moms all of a sudden wanted them and like they became like the hot car and everybody everybody
1: had a hummy
2: um i think uh because like arnold schwarzenegger had them too and like he would drive he would drive them like around hollywood and like that was part of like what became this like culture about them and it's like it's just it's this huge military vehicle not made for um it's not a, made for the, most the general well-known
0: public to travel device
2: exactly i mean splinter specifically calls them out for driving around in the thing um <laughs> he but doesn't but though he
0: calls
1: he calls out raf for driving the motorcycle he, he, he does doesn't too say a lot about to a lesser
0: he doesn't go as hard oh, on yeah Humvee.
2: It, it, yeah because um, he because like remember I, I said he he calls out raf for driving the, the loud motorcycle but then the rest of them for being wild because like they're driving the thing and like you know standing up and you know and blasting, their out their, the windows,
0: blasting their Euro their- dance music. Yeah, <laughs> the exactly. hilarious part is as they're driving we out of the tested. sewer. I think Mikey says specifically, "It's ninja time." As they're in this, like, as the like flames oh, are shooting see? out the back another, of the
2: Humvee. Another <laughs> catchphrase that 2003 stole from this show.
1: Uh, like 3 did use that catchphrase in in the back to the uh, one to, in the fast forward season. You're right.
2: So, uh, but yeah, so the the Turtle Humvee, like. With the with the turtle power license plate, um, I didn't I didn't have this so I didn't have any toys from this from this series.
0: I had um, so I had the Humvee. I have Leo and I have Splinter.
2: Because back in high school, uh, I would go and I, I'd gone to like Peter Laird's blog and it was on the Blast from the Past blog or something. Like he he used to have like a blog where he would post a bunch of like old art. So I originally saw like the next mutation movie art that we talked about earlier. And then also this stuff that was done by Michael Dooney. And I remember printing them out and like wanting to color them. Uh, Cause they were really cool. And when you look at these suits, like they, they very much translated Michael Dooney's drawings. Like the, those, these look exactly
1: like those drawings.
0: I think they're good designs. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't think it
1: translated well on screen.
0: I think the hard part is is budget so like um, yes so I think they for I think for the money they had and like the the options and like how far they could push it because you you can clearly see where they put the budget in so I think they did as much as they could on the turtle costumes and that's why you see like you know yeah like these are very much running around in foam
2: (laughs) well yeah we will get to that um like yeah like these I'm not saying like these are great costumes but 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 they very much look like michael dooney's art um especially the stuff that he drew for this show like they look exactly like that
1: yeah i don't know maybe maybe it just i don't know there's certain things that like like they have like the white eyes in and it would look even creepier if these had white eyes instead of their soulless black eyes uh (laughs) But either way i I don't know like it's there's just some things that just don't translate into live action very well uh well, I mean,
2: it's mostly it's mostly the face, and it's like if these weren't just simple rubber suits, then yeah, like they would look
0: a lot better
2: yeah. um
0: you know, the if, bigger if problem is like the the bigger problem is like y- y- you can do a suit that looks good and you can do a good suit that you can do like martial arts in. you can't have both without like getting like really expensive.
2: yeah Yeah. and i mean and they very clearly have like the they very at least clearly have two different like heads that they put on these costumes
0: yeah they're like um gap jawed fighting head
2: (laughs) yeah so yeah we'll talk about that uh but yeah uh east me sweats uh part two
1: i I don't have um any notes for the other two episodes we're still in second time around (laughs) yeah we're still in second time around (laughs) i i don't have any notes for the other two episodes uh as far as second time around goes there wasn't really any easter eggs or anything that that really stood out
2: uh i
0: can't remember if we talked
2: about it on the show but uh shredder's costume in this show looks very reminiscent of the one from the super turtles anime
0: yeah we did we did bring that up so bringing it up again then it is that kind of, like, um... Like,
2: like, very specifically, the helmet.
0: Yeah, like, kind of that, like, exaggerated blockiness, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of dig it, but, you know, they, uh I, I, I have some ideas they could have easily improved, I feel like. I don't know if it would have been safe, but they could have. <laughs> Couldn't have cost that much, fellas. But yeah, that's all. I don't have anything either.
1: All right, we good to move on to the second timer on to
0: anchovies then. (laughs) Second, second time around. Third time Uh, around. (laughs) Let's go.
2: This will be a. This is kind of a segue into that. Uh, uh, Venus very specifically uh, when they when they talk about how they they've met another mutant uh, ninja turtle, she very specifically says that I am not a ninja.
1: No anchovies. You put anchovies on this thing and you're in big trouble. Okay. I
2: She says, I am Shinobi, which means ninja.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shinobi is just another word for ninja, but Shinobi uh, sounds specifically,
2: ooh, specifically a male ninja. Uh, Kunoichi is the, is the female version of a ninja,
1: but also on top of that, she was trained by like a Chinese guy. Yeah. And, and living in like China?
2: She's, yeah. She's very much, like, very specifically, Venus's story is that she was the fifth turtle who washed away to Chinatown. It was picked up by Chung Yi, a Chinese national, and he took her back to China. She's very much not Japanese. Like, explicitly, she is not Japanese. She's not raised Japanese. Uh, so, her being a shinobi and they're, they're using Shinobi as like a term for like a wizard kind of like, basically she's the magic user of the group. Mm -hmm. And, but that's, that's not a Chinese
1: word.
0: Mm -mm. And
2: so it, 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 yeah. The, the first of very many culturally insensitive things that this show does.
0: That's just the late nineties, baby. (laughs) But but like, like
1: literally Everything about this show is obnoxious. Like,
2: yeah, like uh, we were talking about it earlier. Like the voices for the turtles are is, it's they're very grating.
0: I don't. Yeah, think the 2003 it, voices are that bad. Come on. Who they sound the just, same. The three voices me. are better. Uh, they are not the same. They're like identical to me, in terms of like a grating. Well, Michelangelo, well,
2: yeah. Michael Michael Wayne Grayson's Michelangelo, yes. But the others. No.
1: Oh, I'm good with I'm good with all those, but anyway, my point is is that there's also just constant sound effects. Like you'll start off the episode, and they like bring up like the little mini credits for like the director, and you're just hearing like, whoosh, whoosh, like every single time one of them's coming up, and people are having a conversation here. Like there are things going on, and I'm hearing all these obnoxious sound effects from every single like little word popping up on screen to say who these directors are. Then you'll exactly. be like in the fight and they'll like kick someone in the butt and it will be like, you know, yeah. like, cause, cause like what you used. were
0: talking before where they like the whole like audio rights thing where they like switched it yeah. out. So like
2: this is, so those are very much like power ranger sound effects or like not even just power ranger sound effects. Like these are the type of sound effects that would be on big, bad, big, bad beetle boards. Like these were, these were Saban sound effects. And like, that's how you knew this was a Saban show at that point. Like, once oh, they got so- out of the Mighty Morphin era and they started doing all these other shows, like that was very specifically them.
1: Uh, they're so obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's it's like all the time over everything. Like and they're they're just very noticeable. You know, it doesn't sound like the actual thing moving. Uh and, and you'll hear sound effects at all different random moments. You'll be like in the middle of a fight and Someone will hit someone, and they'll decide to not even do like a punch sound. It'll be like you know, a, a bass drum or something or whatever to, I guess, add comedy to it. Uh, yeah, sound effects, music. Man, uh, yeah, yeah, the the turtles themselves, like even even just their writing, like constantly, like is kind of more like part two, but it all kind of bleeds together but like the constant fawning over Venus and like Michelangelo being like freaking creepy
0: with <laughs> I Venus. mean, they're all creepy to their own degree. Like it's just as creepy when Leo's like, you know, we're not related. We're so not related. related. We can right? do anything and it's not. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, yeah. Like the going out of his way to like explain that, like, Oh, like we're pet shop turtles from a farm. Like we don't, we're not blood related. Love it's me. like, see me as a yeah. sex symbol. And, and so thankfully like that's something that, um, kind of the show kind of drops once, once we get out of the premiere and like, you know, toward, towards the end of the season, like they, they get rid of that aspect of it. They stop like overly flirting with her, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's so, it's so annoying the way it's written. Um, because like they're, but it's like, it's also, they're really trying to hammer in that. They're not blood related because if it did lead anywhere, then like they don't have to address it anymore.
1: Well, cause like there was this one day where I was like, you know, really questioning whether we were blood related or not, because that's incredibly important. Right. And, and so we went and we found it. Cause I was like, wait, what if there was like a girl one with us and she just shows up one day? We don't know. So, so we went and did a whole lot of research to make sure that, you know, we could flirt with it's this,
0: fair, though. this girl
1: turtle, if she was mutated with us, you know, just in case this was a, the scenario that happened. Think we uh, went out of our, of our way. way
0: you're you're turtle teenagers you've grown up you're the only thing like you suddenly there's a girl version of you and so you do have the option for love i would argue you would very seriously need to know are we related like, <laughs> like am i alone not, in the world it's or not, could this be a thing
2: like it's not a it's not a bad thing i'm gonna go out and say it like it's not a bad thing to kind of for for them to be interested in like, an, you know, another person of their species because like one finally exists. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's just a, the way they go about it in this show is just so cringy and weird.
1: Yeah. It's, it's Mikey uh, and, sitting there calling her a hottie every chance he gets and her being like, don't call me a hottie. And then he also continues to keep well, doing Well There's also one where she's
0: like, she's getting <laughs> She's like hottie. Cause she's also like part of the, part of the gag is like, she has Does very, she, like, broken english she,
2: she's fr- like, she's very fresh reason. off the boat kind of thing yeah. like she's 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 from china like and so she presumably speaks chinese like english is not her first language
0: yeah, yeah. to me it, it kind of blends into like a, and maybe because i was just alive back then so it's like this kind of like late 90s jackassery is like melded into who I am as a being, but stuff like this I can also kind of enjoy on that level because it was just such a goofy time. I don't know if Mike feels the same way, but there's I mean, there's like, a certain part of it that kind of hits for me because of that, because it's like, yeah, we were all dumb and thought stuff like this was awesome back then.
2: I, I mean, yeah, like we were used to this kind of writing back in the back in the nineties. Like it's 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 cringy and uncomfortable to watch now. But like at the time, like this was these were how all of these shows were mm-hmm. you know um that, that's just how these shows were for kids so yeah, like i'm not excusing it because it's still not good but it's like eh.
0: yeah i don't think yeah. it needs to be excused i think it's just like a very much a product of its time and so yeah. I, I think you can't yeah. you can't like look back on something which what this was like 20 almost 30 years ago and be like, uh, I mean, apply 90, modern 97, standards 97. to it. 90, like, you can hold up for like a high bar, to... right? But it's also like, you know, there's certain things that just weren't in the consciousness at the time as much as we would have wished they could be. So it was just, it's always going to be locked into that. Yeah.
1: No, it's a product of its time. Now. It, but, you know, either way, it, it, I don't know, it sucks. But, uh, horrible. The other, the other problem with this first episode is
0: horrible pacing. Like um, um, I actually super enjoy super slow. Like the- I find to me, I find like it's because I, I was gonna say like um, if you're gonna be bad, at least be snappily paced. To me, this all like breezes by. Oh yeah.
1: man, no, no, like the the dragon plot is very, very
0: slowly
1: being unfolded at the very beginning. Like you just get like a That's hint true. of like, an idea like, that there's endless something the happening. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then during the whole thing, the turtles don't do a single meaningful thing. Like you got like Raphael gets like in a fight with some foot ninjas in a, in a warehouse because they just jump him. They go in <laughs> and get him in a very low stakes fight. That doesn't feel like there's any stakes. The stakes are his bike, man. They, <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> they come back to the lair. There's just some moments where they're just like talking and, and goofing off. Then we cut back to splinter being in the dream realm. And like it, oh and then and then foot ninjas show up they attack the lair and they're just like oh yeah this is whatever it doesn't matter <laughs> they beat them up fight them they they run like they they figured out where they live like this should they're be not big moving deal. again they're like we're 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 not moving we're like again. they're just like yeah this is whatever yeah we could be surprised attacked at any moment if they were actually competent they'd probably kill us in our sleep but
2: so, you know yeah speaking like, of <laughs> speaking of God the Foot Clan like. <laughs> what a disaster
0: you can see where they put the budget and where they did not put the budget like, like
2: god like there's no like the 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 the, the costumes are just their pajamas
0: yeah you can yeah. literally tell and I was saying before in our chat like it's literally they're like you know what we don't plan to keep them they're gone by episode 3 to hell with it slap on whatever you have lying around the house and hop in there man like
2: Yeah, like it's just they're so bad. Um, Like some of them, some of them look like leftover um, leftover masks from the first two movies. Uh, And then others are just like ski masks and then there's like one like they, guy who literally like,
0: went just at Halloween and you bought like the, the crappy ninja costume.
2: Yeah. And it's like, one of them is like, one of them is like a ski mask with like the, the face cut out. So like he literally, you can just see his whole face. It just, it just looks like a balaclava and it's like, it's, it's just, it's so bad. Uh, and it's like, it, it, it and, it feels like the foot clan is just so like fallen so far since like secret of the
0: use. Since I mean, you cut off the crime, their sources of income, you know?
2: Yeah. And so it's like, I like the aspect of like the foot clan really kind of just being so far gone, like just, just, just an entire joke. Like that's an interesting concept, but that's, that's not what they're
0: going for here. Yeah. Like, they just they're do not it badly. They just did it really badly. What part does this what makes me uncomfortable is Shredder's costume, where he's like it's obnoxiously tight to the point where it's like, it's not like form fitting and muscular. It's just like your shirt's too tight, man. Like you need to yeah, exactly. Like size. it
2: it just looks it just looks like he's wearing a tight shirt, but it's not it's not like a in a cool way.
0: Yeah, uh, it's not like a comic book where he's like rippling muscles. It's just like it's in like
2: his. His like claws on his on his wrists are like weird. Like he doesn't have them on his hands. Like and he doesn't have like the gauntlet going up to his elbow. It's just like these like bracelets with like really weird spikes on them. And then like yeah. that's kind of it. Like those are the only spikes he's got. Yeah, because even his even his shoulder blades are just are are just shoulder pads.
0: I was thinking they literally could have just got, like, some sheet metal, like, you know, you know, round off the edges and slap it on there, and even that would look better. I don't know why they thought. And obviously, like, it's budget, and they just didn't care. But it's like, you know what, this very clearly silver foam flappy thing, that's it. That's the way. Like, how hard is it even to get, like, a metal bowl and just, like, bend it differently or something? Like, In
2: the, I and, and, like, the main foot soldier
0: who's like,
2: and that's the thing is like some of the foot soldiers are wearing like red bandanas. Some of them are wearing purple bandanas.
0: It's like different factions.
2: Like, yeah, like, okay. Like maybe different factions, like they're all not (laughs) wearing the same black, like, uh, and then there's like the one guy with like the padded vest, but it's like, it's not even like a, it's not even like a cool looking padded vest. It looked or like a, or like a tabard or like anything Interesting, like put over him. It it looks like a weird, like sleeveless sweater. It's so baggy and here At Halloween, only has
0: so many of the same costume. They have to. And it's just (laughs) like,
2: and it's like it's like really shiny and glittery. uh so yeah, just the the Foot Clan just looks terrible, and it's like it's 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 embarrassing, but. in, and and that's the thing is like I wish they had leaned into it to really emphasize like this is this is a ninja clan that's on the decline because like they've been defeated so many times,
0: but that's not what they're going for. And it's like yeah, that's some, that's some what turtles makes it quips worse. Would, would make it fun, but
2: yeah, like the turtles don't even like hey like we've stomped you guys before like you're still doing this like kind of thing like nothing there's nothing like that. It's just like oh it's the Foot Clan again like. I don't know, like I just, I wish they had leaned into it.
0: Yeah, a little more presence of mind could have made like the schlockiness.
1: Well, there's, there's just no stakes at all with the Foot Clan. Like they just feel like they're just I mean, like it, this, like mosquito that kind of just tries to land on the turtles and they just swap them away. It felt exciting. It felt exciting.
2: Like legitimately, the only time I felt like any kind of excitement was when they did show up in the lair because it was like, oh crap! Like the the Foot Clan like knows where they live now because like last time, like having watched the movies, you know that was a big deal.
1: Yeah, but well, if you watch any of the TV shows where like the the where they find the lair, like it's a big deal. But it's and like, it like in
2: here, in here, like it's it's treated it's treated so weirdly and like they let the foot clan like limp out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and I when think, you find I think there's a, a line, I think there's the a line
2: where they do talk yet. about there, there is a line where they do, they do say that like, Hey, maybe we should leave, you know, the foot Clan or the, the lair. And then that's I, when they decide, that's when they decide to like, no, like let's take the fight to shredder and like finish this.
1: No. Cause they, they take the fight to shredder. Cause Venus says they need to, end their fight with them because they're getting too distracted with the foot trying to trying to bring splinter back from the tree like, that's you know, right that's right after
2: that's right after they say like maybe we should leave like they were talking about leaving the lair again mm. so so I mean it's like like there there's there's a lot of stuff like that would have just been so much better if they had just leaned into it but yeah uh god yeah there's also, gonna be a lot of anchovies throughout this entire show
1: yeah so so did chung lee's master just die out of nowhere because that's what it seemed like to me when i was watching Cheung-Yi? this chungi yeah
2: chungi is the master
0: yeah yes uh, did uh, he just
2: yeah like he got shot in the face with like fire from dragon lord out of the mirror and then he just like and then he just dies but he like yeah it's it's but it it he it's not obvious that he died. It's like, he just, he just does like, he doesn't look hurt. He's not burned or anything. Cause like, it's like weird, like, you know, early nineties CG fire. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it burned, like it, it explodes in his face and he just kind of falls backwards and then still talks to her and tells her to go to America. And then it's like, then he just kind of is implied that he dies. And it's like, it's so not obvious that he does. And whether or not that's like the actor or um, or just anything else. But it's just like, ooh, it's not it's not very good.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's it for part one for me. I'm good there. So yeah. moving into moving into part two. Uh,
2: I mean, I don't I don't care for the for the
0: turtle Humvee. I don't care for just a lot of the stuff. Yeah. I mean. I I enjoyed it as a toy. Um I it was really cool to have as a toy, but yeah, as a as like a and it's always kind of tickled me cuz th- they're kind of guilty of this in all the iterations um where it's like Donnie inevitably builds like some awesome turtle van and it's like yeah, you're going to get arrested immediately. Which I w- I would love to see like the Humvee get pulled over and like shook down <laughs> by the cops. <laughs> like
2: I think one of the issues is that like the suit actors for the turtles and I, I mean, just for all the suit characters in this show, like they have this, they have this thing where they, they have to constantly be moving because they're, yeah. they, I don't know if they're like, they're saying the lines. Like, I don't know if they, if they're given like rundowns of the scenes or like how, I, I don't know the direction that they were given to perform all in these scenes but it's like they're constantly moving. And this goes back to like what you were saying about the sound effects. It's like, you know, every like hand wave they do is like, a, like it's, it, it, it's so weird. And then like it, um, and then I just, I found it funny cause I was, I was looking up all the different suit actors and,
0: Splinter is
2: is played uh by a like she was like 20 years old.
0: It was like a 20-year-old woman. That actually and, makes sense. Like cause when you like, watch Splinter, it's like there's just his, something his
2: movements are very feminine.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's also that, but it's also like unsettling. Like if I met that Splinter, it's like you get the hell out of here. It's ladies. it's
2: weird like, when you look <laughs> at it, when you look at it, and like now You're that creeping you know, me out. now that you know that it's a woman inside of the suit, like you can see the way she's moving and it's like, it makes sense. And then it's like, and then it's funny because it's like, this is a very like leggy splinter. Like his Uh robe is very short and his legs are very long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just uh, just, like, they chose such like a odd, it's just like a fluid, creepy old man kind of way to walk. (laughs) It's just just, like, yeah, there's a, there's a part.
2: It's, it's the part when he like, when, uh, he's playing chess with Andre in, in the park. And then like when he, when he senses that Raph is in trouble and he like runs out of the scene, it's (laughs) so funny the way like, cause she's, she's like trying to make him an old man, but she's also really trying to run out of the scene. And (laughs) actually that's Um, my
0: biggest anchovy splinter in this is like, he creeps me out. He's a weirdo. Yeah. I I don't like him. There's, there's like, there's like a moment. I think it's in the third episode
1: where he's like, laughing and saying that oh his like in the middle of the fight oh, laugh? yeah yeah, no.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Like,
2: and then like his his like ninja technique when he when he fights the foot ninjas in the first episode is just spinning around in a circle with his stick yeah and it but it works <laughs> so yeah, that
0: part though that part that's where I, I was saying like the fight scenes aren't any worse than secretly Use Two when like mikey is like knocking people out with a yo-yo where it's like Round no,
2: that's, <laughs> no because like that was funny like that was funny in a sense that like funny it, it was, but it's
0: also like when i watch it as an adult it's i can't get it out of my brain like these people aren't knocked out what are these like you get hit in the head by a yo-yo and good night
2: i mean it's it's different at least because a, like, stick. At least it's a different stick because like that's hand interesting hand
0: real... whereas like
2: splinter is just spinning around in a circle like a cartoon character i was like yeah, yes they're, they're both cartoon characters but it's the way each one is done is, is a lot different. Yeah.
0: So like, if like you ever of the play Ouz. super punch out? Hoy Quarlo mess you up. Okay. With his stick. But, but,
1: but like, but like secret of the ooze will make it like actually look like they, you know, actually hit someone, you know, no, like the old no, turtles movies. No, yeah. Like it likes to get no, kind of close no, 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 and it will be,
0: it's, 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 it's No, he's right. that's not real. Secret of the use right does though. not it's make it look like they shot. actually connect. No, see, rewatch the Use and tell me that it looks like they're actually connecting it, with those. It's blows, better no. choreographed and no, it's better shot. No, no, it no. It I, I, one hundred percent disagree. That's, that's well rewriting reality. No, <laughs> you someone. It's, it's just I as have, schlocky and terrible. You're talking that. That beginning fight
1: use is awful. I have no nostalgia for Secret of the U's. I don't even really love that movie. Then it's just delusion. It's, it's shot <laughs> better. It's no. shot and choreographed better than these fights are.
0: Some scenes, but n- not the majority. Like To me, all they fit right in with each other. No, no. To- right. Secret of uh, the U's is super goofy and schlocky.
2: All right. Well, no one's denying
1: that.
0: No, no it's like, it a goofy movie. Like, but yeah, it's sure. shot a lot better than this is. Equally bad. Yeah. I'm going on the record equally bad. All right. Well, invited. you can. Episode
2: part three of the five parter.
0: Well, uh, one second here. Part two. Yeah,
1: okay, this, this, episode's
2: do... already, this episode's already long enough. I know, <laughs> I know. But I,
1: I do have one thing because this is like a thing overall for the series. I hate that they just rename Venus Venus. Like, yeah, like she should like, go by her actual given name. Like why on earth would she come here? And then you're just like, Oh, you're here now. We're going to give you a different name actually. And she's just like, Oh yeah, I'd rather be called Venus de Milo instead of my given name. I've had my whole life. Like yeah, I like, get that's,
2: it. That's a they, little, that's a little weird. Cause it's like Michelangelo gives her the name because she's like, she walks in from the park holding a statue, like a head of a statue. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you look like Venus, like you know, oh my own Venus to Milo here in the lair." And it's like, and then all the turtles just decide that's a good nickname for her, and she has and no agency, so she
0: doesn't like. Well, she also likes it. Like, well, she she like likes it. Like she doesn't cool. like. They're she's I, not like yeah. they're not like forcing her into it. She's not. She, I mean, I just don't I mean, think that someone would just be
1: like, "Oh yeah, I'm just Venus now." Though, like, I I mean, maybe some people would, but it, it just seemed
0: weird to me. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know. A lot of people do like take on like a different name and like you know, call me Spike now or you know, it's what's yeah, not but, that, but, yeah but, but,
2: that, but but that's that's a difference between call me Spike and versus calling her Venus. I think
0: in the episode she does say she likes Venus. She likes it. She she does say that she'll start going by it and things like that, but I don't
1: know. It's anyway. To me, it's I mean, just she weird wanted, it doesn't feel natural.
0: She's the toughest one of all of them. She could wipe the floor with all of them if she wanted.
2: That to. is true. She she very much could beat all of the turtles.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's a, that's another thing. So that that is actually from this episode. Why on earth did she just attack them and beat them up in the first moments of getting in the lair and tie them up? What what why? She had to
2: she had to make a point.
0: Yeah, what point? What meet the new boss? I'm the sheriff. Yeah, account. exactly. And oh. they're creeps, so they deserve it. <laughs> exactly. But they're not even creepy to her yet. That's the she thing. Knew. Is she, she, knew. Yeah, she, she knew. Can she has special mystic powers. She knew. She knew She's reading their
1: thoughts. There, there was literally no reason for her to just... She meets them and she just beats them up and ties them up. Like, what, why? I, I did, mean, because like,
2: they're giant mutant turtles. It's really weird.
1: But, but she, know- knows where she, she knows... Shinobi knows where she's going. She knows who's what here. <laughs> it's, uh, okay, whatever. Okay, we can go on to three now.
2: Uh, I didn't I didn't mention it um, earlier, but the but it's in all of these like the there's a shot of Leo in the theme song uh, where he's wearing a white or a yellow bandana. Uh, Because originally they were going to change his color for this show
1: to yellow. Oh, because Venus was going to be the the Venus was going to be.
2: Yeah. So it's like so rather than having two blue characters. So they wisely decided against that and kept Leo his blue color. But it's like. Why didn't you just give Venus the yellow color?
0: Or give Mikey the yellow color? Or There's you know of... what?
2: I I think I see why why they didn't do it. Because Venus is supposed to be Chinese and they had that problem with uh Trini in the original oh. Power Ranger series where she was the Yellow Ranger. Yeah. So maybe that's why they didn't do that.
1: That that yeah. could be it. That makes sense. Why not make her pink then? I mean, I guess that is well, just as yeah, much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, a light you, you red want is to cyan
1: just, is a light blue, but
2: well, but I mean, you don't want to just have like you know, the first girl turtle yes, be
1: the yeah. pink one. Well, there's the stereotype as well, but yeah.
0: Oh, I think but, at the time uh, they whatever. wouldn't have cared, they wouldn't. Yeah, I, I, no, I, no one was cared. using black, you could put her in black. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, Slash is a thing in I like think that light cartoon blue. Kirby was fine.
2: supposed to be black, so yeah. all right, is that enough oh. anchovies on this pizza?
0: My only um, real anchovy, um, is the stupid gaping mouths. I understand why they have it. You know, when they're doing the freaking martial arts, they have to be able to see. Yeah, uh, like, I don't know. The fight. The Dude. fight
2: heads are really bad, especially like there's there's like raft driving, and it's like the mouth. Oh, the, is just on the motor, so wide open.
0: Has, yeah, it's just <laughs> my god. It's like, and again, it's like arrest this man, call the cops. I'm driving on the road, and there's this giant slack jaw turtle man yeah <laughs> <laughs> like terrifying like i don't care there had to be like i don't know do like a mesh thing like like mascots do there's there there gotta be a way to like not do the the gaping jaws yeah
1: no my i've got i've got so for part three at one point i think donatello says shelladelic like i like another I'm classic okay.
2: 2003 catchphrase no 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 because oh, oh, like, i'm okay you. with
1: shell puns. I'm okay with shell puns, but make them actually like work. Like Deli-delic. "psyca" does not sound anything like "shell." Like "shelladelic," uh, psychedelic. It doesn't work. It I'm doesn't gonna allow it. I'm going to allow it. It does not yeah. work. No, I'm going to allow
2: at it. All. It is That's a definitely. Reason. Again, it's that's awful. definitely something they would have said in 2003.
1: So no, it that is, is turtles.
0: not. That is turtles. No, that is appropriately turtle schlock. Yeah. They'll,
1: they'll say something like, I'll get that's- knocked on my shell. I, like, he knocked me flat on my shell. That or is. Or get off my that- shell. They'll say something like that, <laughs> but they wouldn't say something like shell That not is a
2: certified turtle fied. Okay.
1: <laughs> no. All right. Whatever. This is not a thing they'd say in the 03 series. And everyone All who right. watches the 03 series will agree with me. Uh, the last <laughs> oh, thing right now, is that right they have this fight with the dragons at the at the end of the episode or you know towards the end and they, they technically lose the fight but like yeah. the whole thing it never really feels like they're losing like there's only one moment where it feels like they've been backed in a corner and then they just launch Donatello into a bunch of them and knock them all over and things are good again and then suddenly it's just like they're back at the lair just like nursing their wounds being like oh man we lost we did so bad and it's like and it just never even felt
0: like it the whole fight and i I have this thing is Mm -hmm. venus is like she does like her powers to hold the dragon's foot and like the guys behind him are just like well he's got him we can't do nothing now (laughs) yeah like it just it just never feels like
1: they're like on you know on the back foot like it never feels like they're on their heels like during this fight until like they you know be right before they chucked Donatello at a bunch of them, and then when Splinter has his foot on him, but then yeah, Venus just launches them off and then they run away, but like they they were winning the fight like the whole time before that, anyway. it just didn't feel like they were actually being overpowered uh because they were too busy you know making the turtles try to look cool uh fighting the dragons, yeah yeah. All right.
2: And that's time. it for me. It's almost nine o'clock. We got to get it. Yeah.
1: Get, go yep. I love being a turtle then. We'll move on to there. This is probably going to be our shortest segment.
0: Not for me. <laughs> I love being a turtle.
2: I, this is just in general. I, 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 I do like Venus. I think she's, I think she's fun. I think she, she does have a, a new dynamic that we hadn't seen in turtles at this point. Like she, she's filling. She's, she's not just filling or she's definitely not filling April's role because April like was their window into the human world. Like uh, Venus is very much giving them that window into like the mystical side. Um, but she's also learning from them how to exist in like, you know, America. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic f- for them. I, I wish they had played it up that she was a sister instead of a romance, a uh, romantic interest, but I, I, I like Venus. I like her a lot. Yeah,
0: because she does also give them the whole like, you guys, you realize you're jackasses.
2: Yeah, like she like, puts them in their place, like you know, and and yeah, you know, as as a bunch of seventeen year olds, uh, they are jerks. <laughs> they're they're yeah. very much like they need to be put in their place.
1: Yeah, I, I like uh, Raphael's tattered bandana. This will be a look that will occasionally come back, like in, uh, the Batman Ninja Turtles, like Freddie Williams kind of design of. Of Raphael, he gets that like tattered bandana look. Or I, the I like that.
0: IDW series. Yeah. Or the current IDW series, yeah, they, they do this that that long Santolo, record.
2: Santoloco's drawn him that way a, su- uh, a couple times. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember the current artist, but he's drawing him that way too. Garrett, Gavin, Gavin, Gavin. yeah, Gavin. Um, you know, it's 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 not an uncommon look for Raphael. You know, so I would like,
0: argue the Gavin's Raphael is a straight up like next mutation Raphael, even with like the like the. The, the wrappings and stuff and he's just like a bulkier guy
1: i don't know it's it looks like a turtle i, I don't know if it's really that close to the next mutation but I mean, not like
0: be. literally I, you can see like you can definitely see like the the history there uh, one of I my don't... favorite things did you guys notice the opening the shadows like it kind of mirrors the original movie where they're, yeah, they're talking in the shadows that was cool Yeah, it was that was dope. See, there's you. There is a lot of love for like even, like, and that's what's kind of striking to me is like across from all turtles iterations, you can clearly tell the people involved do love the turtles because even when it's like Saban making some schlocky Power Turtles Rangers, they're still thrown in stuff like that. So,
2: I don't hate the designs of the turtles. Uh, like those Michael Dooney designs are really good. I wish they didn't have like their initials on them uh but like i don't i mean like i don't i don't mind I don't, like i don't i don't mind the upgrades i don't mind like leonardo having one sword um or like the tonfas like i've i've always been a fan of the turtles using tonfas i i love it when raff uses them i think he's better suited for them than Michelangelo. Cool. but it's like it's yeah you know, like they're not bad looks and it's like if they were i guarantee you if if this fandom had you know seized the michael dooney designs like they'll be like oh these are cool they should have used those for the show And it's like they did use them for the show
0: yeah and i like i like it's fun to see like because usually like you know in the modern day we only get like raff with the full bandana so it's cool to see like donnie and mikey or is it leo Uh, donnie and leo have the full yeah
2: donnie and leo have the full bandana
0: and like don yeah they both have it even goes around like their chin
2: well, Leo's doesn't. Donnie's does. So Donnie's goes around his
0: chin, but then and also head. like his eyes are open. Yeah.
2: So like and there's And I think
0: no- Mikey's goes around his chin, but not Yeah, the top. so
2: Mikey Mikey doesn't have the top of his head, but it goes it goes around the bottom of his chin. Raff is mm-hmm. just the normal bandana uh that we're yeah. all used to. Leo has uh from the eyes covering his head like the the Raff bandana now. And then Donatello's goes under his chin, but then, like, the eyes are just one big hole rather than two different, like, eye holes.
0: I think it's fun to see them, like, they get some variation and they get their own, like, individual kind of choice to it. Yeah. It's also kind of funny because it's,
2: like, these feel like, like, upgraded masks, but then it's just funny seeing them, like, still wearing them at home. I was going to say, like, it feels like there's a reason why they chose these masks,
0: but... For sure. I'm sure yeah. it hides like the seams. Um and I do think it always kinda weirds me out, like when the turtles take off their masks. Like I get why you would, but cause then it's like, why are you wearing a mask at all?
2: Well like, I mean that's what's weird is that like we why, see why the turtles <laughs> we see the turtles um a few times like from a lower angle and you can definitely see that these are heads that they are wearing.
0: Yeah. Like Yeah, you can see like seams also like the back of the shell sometimes yeah. becomes very obvious which I think that's part of the problem when you make them bigger, thicker turtles, stuff like that is like very much amplified.
2: Yeah. Uh, I like, and like, this is like the first time that we start getting like the turtles, like wearing wrappings and stuff like that. Like,
0: yeah. As a kid, I thought that was so cool. It looks cool. Cause yeah, so. like it makes it feel like they're really ready to do battle and they're like spraining their ankles constantly. Yeah, Like they're
2: like, they're getting, yeah. Like it feels like they're getting older,
0: you know, like these definitely yeah. do feel like
2: older versions of the turtles that we have already seen. So.
0: All right, on to part two. And I don't know, it's probably peppered throughout, but I love Venus, how she keeps calling their home a toilet. Like when Leo, I think Leo's trying to like hit on her and she's like, yeah, let's go back to your home in the toilet. And he's just like, wah, wah, wah.
2: Yeah, like that's, like, I love that that running gag. That's really good.
1: (laughs) In part two, we get to really see Don's metal bow in action. And I like Donatella having a metal bow. Uh, especially, I mean, it works, especially so I like it when they are fighting robots. Uh, you know, there are no really robots to fight in this series, but nonetheless, it, I know you always hear people be like, Oh, it's just a stick or whatever you know, all all the jokes about it being a stick and, you know, a a good thick stick is great for beating people with, but you know, when it comes to like robots, it makes sense. And so it's cool when he gets a metal one for, for
0: things like that. Your TikTok, by the way, the the beat him with a stick, so well done. Perfect. Oh, thank you, thank Flawless. you. <laughs> with your tournament fighters run.
1: Yes, that's that's exactly what I felt like fighting Karai it was just like back woman, back I say, because <laughs> we're just trying to keep distance between us cause, <laughs> because if she gets too close, I will lose all my health in a couple attacks.
2: Which uh, yeah, if you don't, if you aren't following us on TikTok, uh, go back and do that. We're uploading uh, clips of these episodes on there.
1: And, and yeah. maybe maybe I'll start doing some other other content Cody, again.
2: Cody is generously
1: uh, doing all those for us. So yeah, he's yeah,
0: doing a great job. Behind, dude, but I'm pumping him out. Uh, episode three. Another good catchphrase. Donnie Donnie's dropping some good catchphrases. At one point he says, "I'll murderize you," and I think that's awesome. That's definitely well, that,
1: two thousand three. That, that's <laughs> from the Three Stooges. Is what that's from.
2: It's definitely a two thousand three. Yeah, I I mean, I've said murder, murder before too, but that's, yeah. definitely, that's, a, that's definitely
1: a 2003-ism. Uh, maybe Michelangelo would say it as a, as a reference to the Three Stooges and do a curly impersonation. I could see that. Uh, it,
0: didn't it? Spencer didn't deny it confirmed. It, it could be.
1: I, I don't know. I don't think it no. is, but it could be. He, it wouldn't be the first time that they've done a Three Stooges reference in that show. Uh, We got Donatello saying, I love being a turtle, and I love it when the turtles say, I love being a turtle. Uh, I think it's a great. It's my favorite turtles' catchphrase, and honestly, should be sprinkled throughout all versions of Ninja Turtles. Because I just like the idea of of them. Uh, like, I guess being loving turtles. Yeah, loving being who they are, even though they're you know, even though there's a whole lot of downsides to their life, they're they're loving it, and you know, that's just a good attitude.
0: That makes and perfect. You get another sense. clip. You get. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I do. You, I actually might another, start using it. We'll see. You get another clip. Yeah. We'll see if I can get a decent recording of it. The other thing is, is a dragon man that wants to eat the turtles for their mutation is a unique concept. I mean it's kind of bloodsucker. It's a little bloodsuckery.
2: What that I like cool. what I like about it is that he, the way the Dragon Lord kind of treats it is that like that it, it's almost like he's implying that like they're accidental mutation like uh isn't like weird like Mm -hmm. it's almost like he's implying that like he's like they're really like kind of the same thing but like he's not a mutant um it's like he's he's implying that there's there's a reason for their existence or it's like you know they're they're not the weirdos the weird creatures that they think they are um And, and like, I hope that pays off because it's been forever and I don't think it's going to pay off, but I really like suggesting that.
1: Yeah. I mean, for for me, the biggest thing is it's just like, I don't know. He, you know, he believes that he'll ascend, you know, like that it's going to like evolve him more and make him something more powerful. Yeah. And so he'll be more powerful. And so that's why he wants to eat him. So it's like a new, unique reason for someone to be hunting the turtles and for them to be staving off a threat.
0: Which it's really uh, not too crazy because in other iterations, you know, their blood mutates people. So yeah,
1: right? you know, I mean, this starts with Bloodsucker. So I mean, Bloodsucker is probably the original person to drink some of the turtles' blood and become mutated. Yeah, uh, and then he, you know, wants to drink the blood of the other turtles as well later on, and they stop him from doing that, of course. But uh, but you know, so it's kind of that idea. But it's it's a good idea and it's a, a new one, and he's got his own. You know, you got your own Darth Vader and his stormtroopers thing going on with him being the the leader, and then having a bunch of of minion characters that are have their you know special
0: design to them. Yeah, I like works. the dynamic between him and Wick. I think that's super fun. Yeah,
2: like Wick. Wick is kind of fun.
0: Is Wick that like annoying little dragon thing? Yeah, the little his little dragon lackey who steals a dog. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, it's I love being a turtle, so you can have it.
0: There you go. Um, uh, I also yeah. like his Steven Seagal hair. That's. The- <laughs> That's priceless.
2: So that is the first uh, three episodes of this five-parter for opening the next mutation. Uh,
0: Dare I say,
2: better than we thought it was?
0: No, 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 yes, and (laughs) as I thought it was going to be, just as good, or if not better than many eighty-seven series episodes.
2: I it was it was fun coming back to this. Cause it's, I, I have seen this. Uh, I think last time I watched this was like when it was on Netflix a couple of years ago. Um, so coming back to it, uh, is fun. Um, and I really, I do, I do really want to see how that amnesiac shredder like plot line. Like, I want to see if that really holds up as how I remember it. Um, <laughs> like I said, like the, the, the fact that like that's stuck with me all this time. um, I really hope that like, I'm not remembering it because it, you know, <laughs> and it haven't it be really stupid. So there, uh, there's but, a, but knowing this show, uh, maybe.
1: Yeah. There's an episode of the Batman cartoon. Like the, the, the one that was like came after Batman, the animated series that I'd watch when I was a kid. That is a kid. I remember being like super intense. And, and then I watched it one day as an adult. Cause I, you know, just remembered this episode forever. And this scene that to me felt like an eternity and was super suspenseful was like over in like two seconds. Yeah. was <laughs> not the way I remembered it at all as a kid. Yeah. Uh, There's only was,
0: one show that holds up. Courage the Cowardly Dog is just as disturbing as you thought it was as a child. There you go.
2: Uh, so, yeah. Uh, check out uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles The Next Mutation. Uh, you can watch along with us. Uh, I'm watching them all on YouTube. Uh, all episodes are there or you could buy the DVDs. Um, they're out of print now, but, uh, Spencer was able to get them. Yeah, They're
1: they're a really good price on Amazon. The, maybe the thing where you buy them both together and one single thing is more, well, is, is expensive, but buying both the first and second DVD is pretty cheap. It's under 10 bucks for each DVD. Yeah. So,
2: so there you go. Uh, on to the news.
0: This is April O'Neil
2: of Channel 6. Uh, so, in news this week, today, August 31st, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, the DLC Dimension Shellshock release on all the platforms that the game is currently on. Uh, I've already purchased it on Steam and my Switch. Uh, have you guys already gotten it?
1: Yeah, yeah, but I was playing it before before now. That's why I didn't have my summary written. Oh, <laughs> I was I playing it a little bit too.
0: Does Steam count as PC, and that means we can do crossplay? Uh, or is it yes. only
1: Xbox? I uh, know no, you, you have to buy it through the Microsoft Store, yeah. in my experience. Uh, so Breaking if PC. if they if they're playing it on their computer, buying it through the Microsoft Store, you can probably cross so cross platform.
2: But, but since I bought it through Steam, because I like steam more than the Microsoft
1: store. and I, and I bought it on the switch. So
2: actually, you know what? I need to see if it came out on uh iPhone. Cause remember the game was free. If you had, Netflix. um, if you had Netflix. Oh yeah. So I gotta see if they added it for that. Cause I don't know if they confirmed that if that DLC was coming to that. Um, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Like I, I, loaded it up because the first thing i wanted to see was if you could play usagi and karai in the story mode and you can Mm -hmm. uh they're actually they're just like casey they're stronger characters they have um they have an extra star yeah they have seven stars instead of six like the original six characters so um so i mean they'll be fun I've i've seen a lot of people really liking playing usagi so far
0: i'm surprised how differently they do play like i was expecting just kind of like more or less like a palette swap, but they do actually feel very differently fighting. Like
2: Usagi Usagi I've seen like is very air combo-y. Like just a lot of air combos. And I, I haven't seen a whole lot of Karai videos. Right,
0: um, cool. Yeah, but they're uh, adding it's like they're adding in new mechanics that I wasn't expecting them to do. Uh, so was like-
2: there was also a free patch. If you don't buy the DLC, there's a free update that adds skins for the game as well.
0: Um, that makes sense because you unlock a bunch of skins but there are a good number there just by default too
2: yeah because i haven't unlocked anything yet so if you go to start up the story mode again uh it will um once you select your character then it gives you the option to uh select the skin for them yeah and so it was it was kind of neat um seeing all the different ones that they that they added um rise leo baby yeah yeah rise leo you got all the Rise turtles all the all four of them like and what's cool is like they and they uh like gave donatello and Raph like the full bandanas um it, like you know they they colored in that area on the sprite so i was like oh that's really neat um but it's like you got the you got the movie versions you got the two twenty twelve 2012 versions uh you got the 2003 versions what i thought was funny for april is they um I think they gave her Rise April uh, her costume, but they definitely did not make that April black, which is probably a good thing, cause that would have kind of been weird. Uh,
0: I, I think I wish they would have done like um like they do in Smash Brothers, where sometimes like it's not just a color swap, it's just an actual like different sprite. I think that would have been neat. Even if they could yeah, like, the mean, same with, move But the fact
2: that they didn't do that for anybody, they would have had to draw a whole new sprite just for that April. Like, I, I, I get what you're saying, but that from what they've said about how hard it was for them to animate all
0: this stuff, they didn't. Yeah, do it. It, it, it is like a, a lot of work, because then you have to make sure every frame and the way it interacts. Yeah. But, um,
2: yeah. So as of now, the uh, mobile version from Netflix does not have the DLC. I do not see an option to purchase it. So oh, maybe... Maybe there's not a way to do it, but, um, don't worry. I'm not going to play with anybody on mobile. So need a controller, baby. Uh, but yeah, so that is out today. Uh, go purchase it, support the game. Hopefully this does really well. Um, and we get more DLC or another type of game like this. Um, in other news, uh, tomorrow, September 1st. So, you know, we could go after this episode comes out. Uh, the Mutant Mayhem movie, uh, has come out on digital, so you can go purchase that on, at all your video on demand places. Uh, apparently there's 40 minutes of like bonus footage. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Uh, I hope that is all included on the physical version. I have that one
0: pre-order because I'd I'd rather have that on disc, but. Um, yeah for some reason it weirds me out buying digital copies of movies i'd rather because usually if you get the physical you get like a digital copy anyways yeah
2: yeah and because that's the thing is like i have digital versions of movies but it's like those are always
0: like the free one that comes with yeah like the code
2: yeah um
0: i would never just buy a movie only digital so unless it's on like a really good sale but i'm not paying full price that's off the bat
2: uh, so, yeah, so that is it for this episode this week. Thank you again, guys, uh, for listening to all of our episodes. We really appreciate y'all being here. Uh, hopefully, Keith is back next week because we're starting to feel, you know, I think we, we missed the big guy. We miss him.
0: Keithless. Check out the next rotation on Instagram, folks. Excellent yeah. account.
2: Uh, so, thank you again. Uh, let us know somewhere on the internet what you think of this episode Ninja Turtle Power Hour on Twitter or Instagram and Facebook. Spencer, what are we doing next
1: week? Next week, we're going to be continuing our coverage of the next mutation. So we'll be watching episodes four, five, and six.
2: So that is East meets West part four, East meets West, part five, and the staff of Buki.
1: All right. So that's our show this week. Thank you again so much for listening. And until next time, cowabunga dudes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uyakasha <laughs> <laughs>
1: I uh, oh, bought a loose Turtle Titan figure off there of we the go. interwebs. Proud didn't you, jealous, of
2: you. Didn't you tell us that last week?
1: I did. I sent, well, I sent it in a, in a message. We were talking. Oh. I was talking about like, I was like, you know what? I do want a Turtle Titan figure.
0: And he so influenced I, himself to buy. I went, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went and I found a loose one. You know, it's even got a little bit of battle damage on it, but I don't really care. And, this is uh, where it
0: starts, Spencer. This is the slippery slope.
1: Yeah, Next. next is Nano. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm going collect all of the obscure 2003 characters and,
2: and all the no ones one. i
1: hate just go ahead i'll get him and i'll get touch and go i don't even know if there's figures of those two
0: did they make a nano i'm pretty sure
1: i'm pretty sure there's at least oh, one version of it yeah i think it's the did. big giant version
0: that's pretty cool
1: I really like Nano and in his design. I think I think it's a cool idea. I like the being made of junk and using the masks to express himself. Uh, that hexadecimal face. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that is actually a really cool figure, and uh, you a can reboot get one... reference. Yeah, reboot is legit, and you can't tell me that's not straight up hexadecimal. I can't remember the timing on that, but I don't know what hexadecimal is, but but yeah. Hexadecimal. Uh, she was a. She
2: was. A, wasn't she a virus?
0: Like uh, megabyte. Yeah, I think so. I think though that show had like odd distinctions between them. Or reboot hexadecimal. But yeah, she she essentially just like uh nano. She had like masks for a face that would switch. Um. Uh, reboot was so good. You know what I I was realizing you, you kind of forget how far along CGI has been for a long time, right? Mhm. This reboot was God, reboot was when I was a kid, but I've been watching Clone Wars um and you're like, "Wow, that the quality on this is actually like pretty dang good for being so long ago." I mean, aside yeah. the fact that, you know, Lucasfilm and all their riches that they could continually pump into it, you know, so they had like as much budget as they wanted to, or as George would willing to fork over. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it, it's really good. And it, it kind of makes me wonder why we don't have more CGI cartoons. I mean, we do. We got Bad Batch
1: that's coming out every.
0: Yeah, it's true with Star Wars. Every I was actually I thinking love Bad they, should, they should keep Star Wars CGI.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, like I, granted, I love the CGI stuff, but. Uh, and I, I love the cartoons because I yeah, I grew up watching the Clone Wars series, and so I still enjoy watching all those except for except for the the what call it the Resistance series. That one kind of uh, that one's all right. Rebels? No, no, Rebels is good. Uh, I'm talking about the the one that stars Kaz that's in a different style of animation that's for a very Resistance. young audience. Yeah, I think it's just called Resistance.
0: Star Wars mm-hmm. Resistance. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's. Yeah. It's not very good.
2: I was it, watching. It's have you guys fine. Seen... I mean, it's it's no worse than like the first two seasons of Clone Wars and Rebels. Like,
1: no, the first two seasons of Clone Wars and Rebels were
2: the first two seasons of better. Clone Wars were terrible. It wasn't until the Mortis at arc where people were finally like, OK, Clone Wars is good.
0: I, I don't know. I love terrible, but they are very much kind of like, you know, battle of the week kind of thing
2: they're yeah like it's like kids the is trying to
0: like find its footing you know and like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like beast wars season one where it's very much like we're selling toys before then they they're like now nah, we want to tell like legit the thing is, though,
1: stories is like as a kid i just wanted to see the clones
0: in battle like that's that was it you know the clones are the droids in battle and so that's what i got you know it so is like, really interesting like seeing these things as kids and then adults i've gone through this with um you know, now with like you the know, next like, mutation where I'm watching it under like a different you light. Like
2: the 87 series too. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but, but
1: season one of Clone Wars does have good stuff. Like it's got rookies. It's got yeah,
2: like rookies is a great episode.
0: Yeah. Rookies oh is favorite. a great episode. Lair of Grievous is a that, good episode. The rookies one. That's the one with like Jabba the Hutt's son, right? No, no.
2: Rookies, rookies is like the third or fourth episode. I'm, I'm mixing where,
0: it in my head. Uh, I don't know the, why I conflated them. It's the one with like just the clones. And I, think the way, getting, I, like, I think it's the way. I think it's because it's like this. Like they have like a similar co- like color palette and like the planets they're on. Um, that uh, one. That one was good. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Kind um, of like yeah. bluish space. Yeah, like everything's blue. Um, it, it kept striking me like how like because they keep talking about like Jabba the Hutt's son dying, and it's like, good god, like. <laughs> like anakin and ahsoka are kind of they're kind of doing like kind of like the schlocky like oh you know like little, buddy little buddy comedy as they're like we can't let him die and it's like jesus like he's, like he's a little yeah. baby and you're talking about like oh if he dies Hut's gonna be mad it's like yeah you think <sighs> like, <laughs> wild but it is pretty good though my one peeve was like they don't make it clear on Disney Plus that you should watch the Clone Wars movie first, which I find super annoying. Yeah, because it can't yeah. be that hard to just when you when you select to watch Clone Wars as a series for them to just shoehorn in the movie as the first before the first episodes.
1: Yeah, I also think it's better to watch the series in chronological order instead of release order.
0: No, 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 the can't. Clone Wars. No, no, no. I, I'm not talking about know. all
1: of Star Wars. I'm talking uh, about specifically the Clone Wars TV
0: series. No, I know, and huh. like a game. Right, if if you could, if I could go onto Disney Plus and select it, and it gave you like an option to watch it in that order for you, mm-hmm. sure. But I'm not, I'm not gonna, cause I like I googled it briefly because I was talking with like Mike about it. There, there's no way I'm gonna like plan it out myself and like bounce around selecting the episodes. No, can't do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like I could see how it is. How it would be magical and awesome. Though I do also think there is something to, like, watching something, how it originally came out and getting that experience. Mm-hmm. And there is something to that kind of, um... I do also very much, like, enjoy, like, anthology shows. Um, yeah. Or, but have, are you familiar with, like, Malazan? No. That fantasy series? Uh-uh. Um, I haven't read all of it. I've only read, like, a few books because it's very dense. But it's essentially, like, a a book series that treats it as if, like, you're reading history. So, like, they'll they'll just drop, like, the different books and stories just kind of out of context. And so even though it's part of one cohesive thing, it's, like, as if you're reading about, like, ancient Rome. And you're like, oh, let me read about a different part of Egypt or a different era in Greece and whatnot. And so it's all history and it's all connected, but it's not, like, smoothly flowing. So I kind of mm. like the idea of watching something like Clone Wars that way, even though yeah. it, it does get annoying when people are like, "Oh no, this arc actually goes with this one," and if you watch it all together, it's more impactful. than yeah, like, wow. there's
1: there's a couple of arcs that are that way in the Clone Wars, like the the Battle of Christosis is like all mixed up between the the movie, like one of the episodes in the second season called Cat and Mouse, and then there's another one but you know like you you watch them in order and you're like oh this all makes sense now same with stuff that's to do with troydaria because they go to troydaria multiple times and that kind of you know messes with the because at one point they're pacifists at another they're they're (laughs) on the side of the republic and it doesn't make sense with the timeline thing so like it makes that make a little bit more
0: sense and so they really split it up that dramatically where it's like that like parts of of a division. Yeah, some, sometimes
2: sometimes there's some episodes that like that are sequels or prequels to an episode in like season one, and it'll yeah. be, that
1: episode will be in like season there's, three. Yeah, there's not a lot of them, but but there's a few. And there's the the the, yeah. the one that made me actually notice it the the first time I was watching through is there's a character that dies it's like and then he was alive again (laughs) and i was like what wait he didn't he die does it cover that that in like it's like that it's like that rhodian senator
2: yeah it's that that rhodian senator that's like padme's friend or something yeah he like Um, dies in season one and then like comes back in season three and you're like what and and then he's like
0: they're like oh no this episode takes place before that one
1: yeah, Anaconda Far is his name, something like that. Yeah, Anaconda.
0: They were. I, I assume they were going for like the serial kind of feel, where it's like, oh, you're just watching whatever movie that they had at the time. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it literally
2: opened. That's that's the whole like yeah. narration at the beginning of every episode. was was like, war has come to the Republic, and it's like, that's the that that's to evoke those old timey serials. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which I love that, but it's also, it's like, yeah, I have the conflicting part of me. It's like the same person who, like, will read comics as soon as they come out, no matter the order, and the person who likes to buy, like, the trade hardcovers that has ordered them all nice and puts the arcs all together.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Let's, let's, uh... Get cracking? Let's, let's get the show on the road.
0: Let's put some pepperonis on this pineapple pizza.